Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show, where four men unite in search of the truth. Feelings will be hurt. Talk to your doctor to see if this information is right for you. Hello and welcome to Man Up or Shut Up. Uh, as you can see, we have the two uh, idiots over there. We have Peter and Dimitri. And then uh, we do... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, then we have Victor with us, which is uh, fantastic. I love it when all four of us are on. One of these days, we will have some guests, and uh, hopefully, you know, they'll have something productive to say. Uh, obviously, none of us really do, but you know, people are still listening to us for whatever reason. So we appreciate it, dude. We're fun. We're fun. Stop being so we're, humble. We're fun idiots. <laughs> we're fun. Right, right. So, so this is going to be our last show for the year. I know overused joke, but um, basically we'll see you all next year. Uh, we will have this one on Christmas, uh, Christmas Day. Hopefully. And that concludes the show. <laughs> That's right. But today we're going to have a topic that uh, most Christians should be very, very familiar with. What Christmas is truly about. Um, and I'm not talking about December 25th. I'm talking about Christmas what it actually was and what it is. Uh, so we're going to start this off with uh, Mr. Dimitri, because I always like what you have to say. Please. Hey, first I want to start with, we wish, wish you, you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. There we, we go. Really do wish you a Merry Christmas. But, um, I was too so cowardly to join in. This, uh, well, obviously, we didn't man up. Obviously, I didn't man up. I grew, we, we grew up in a Christian family and we celebrated Christmas in Russia, actually in Ukraine, they celebrate Christmas after new year's. Actually, it's actually not on the 25th of December. It, Russian Christians, Russian Christians, I think they celebrate it like two or three weeks after the new year's. Is that so, the Orthodox or is that the, like the Christians, Christians? I think it's uh the orthodox but then like mostly it's baptist and pentecostal oh that's uh, interesting yeah so they actually don't do it on the 25th maybe they figured out this whole thing about you know the uh, mess with the december 25th but i didn't know anything um you know i thought you know celebrating the birth of jesus christ christmas and i, I didn't think much of it um and then like four or five years ago i started hearing Imagine more four than four. Maybe more like eight eight years ago, I started hearing like, hey, did you know that Christmas is actually pagan? You know, people start telling me about, you know, that Christmas is actually pagan. I was like, you know, what what are you guys talking about? Christmas is not pagan. I, you know, I always, you know, saw them like most of these, uh, Chris, uh, most of these Christian celebrations, they always seem like they always have some kind of pagan side to it like like what 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 with the easter what the heck is the thing with the bunny what the what what the heck is the rabbit doing there you know um what, what's with the eggs you know or with the christmas you know what what's the deal with uh santa and christmas tree and all this so it's like i always thought that that pagans try to insert their paganism into christmas for example and you know i started studying this a little bit more and i realized that um basically the these certain dates they did have sort of pagan origins to it and then i started starting to understand you know first first my first reaction was like oh no christmas is pagan 
for example. And my first reaction was like, I kind of got scared. And I was like, man, that means I shouldn't celebrate on the 25th. So I, I went through this battle, mental battle, and I listened to a lot of different sides to it. I started researching more about <clears throat> the uh, pagan origins of Christmas and all this. You know, and then I then eventually I came to the conclusion that there's there's nothing bad with celebrating it on the 25th or you know later or, or earlier. I ca- I personally came to that conclusion because yes, December 25th technically has pagan uh, origins to it, um, and when when a lot of pagans started converting to Christianity, you know, when the disciples started spreading the gospel all over the, all over the earth, there's massive amounts of pagans that started converting to Christianity. So, you know, they started, they started changing up their holidays into, you know, more Christianized. And then once the, you know, Roman Catholic church started, they really started pushing, you know, the Christianizing a lot of the pagan holidays, and basically, that's that's the that's the entire point of it is that that the pagan holiday started becoming Christianized. Yes, the birth of Jesus Christ is not mentioned anywhere in the Bible to celebrate, but there's nothing wrong with celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. It's a good thing to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, right now I I've been to like many secular restaurants and gas stations where that where basically it's they're just public. You know, you can, obviously it's run by non-christian people but they turn everywhere on the radio station it's talking about the birth of jesus christ and people are hearing the gospel through the songs and they're hearing about the king jesus christ and i think it's just a really really awesome thing you know so i think christians it's not a battle i think that christians should fight it's something that christians need to get informed about get educated about and when someone's like oh yeah did you know christmas is pagan you know so you can actually come back and say you know, yes, it's got pagan origins, but pagans became Christians, you know, and they're like, you know, we no longer want to celebrate, you know, uh, old man frost, or um, we don't want to celebrate some Santa Claus, we want to celebrate, the, well, let's, let's celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ instead, you know, on this day. And I think it's actually a very good thing. And it's just a sign that, Christianity is growing. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is growing, and that's a good thing. And that's all I want to say for now. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> nice. What do you guys? Think? What about you? What do you think? Uh, me? Oh, yeah. I definitely think what's called you just kind of choose your battles uh, because I think it's like ingrained. I heard like in even like the days of the week, um, you know, like January or the the months, you know, like January, February, there's like a lot of meaning. If you start like digging into like every little meaning of a lot of things, you're going to go. Yeah. Thor's day, basically Monday, the moon. And basically a lot of things you start looking into, there's a lot of paganism and all this stuff in it. So basically in my mind, it's kind of like choose your battles to which ones you're exactly going to fight. And is it worth dedicating your life? It's definitely nice to be educated about it. You know, understand that whenever, like Dimitri was saying, when somebody does bring that up, you're not ignorant to it. But at the same time, I definitely, you know, just look like, is it, you know, kind of choose your battles. Is it worth putting your time and energy into that? And my humble opinion is no. Uh, for the longest time, I actually didn't know that to me. It was just very simple. Like, oh, it's a tree. That's pretty cool. And there's a star at the, at the top of the tree, which, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking the star of, what is it called? Bethlehem. Of Bethlehem, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we always talk about Jesus. So, well, to me, it's awesome. You remember Jesus and all that good stuff. But I didn't really think about it 
I didn't think about the pagan side of things until like later on somebody, you know, some smart, smart Alec that does a lot of research brought that up to me, but you know, it didn't, it didn't affect me. I'm like, Oh man, I do mean, I secretly, know, do, I'm, secretly do, I'm actually worshiping Satan or something. Do, you know? do so, I know this smart Alec, Peter? Yeah. I think his name was Victor or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. No, oh, God. Some people go overboard. Like, <laughs> for example, a cup, you know, they're like, you know, somebody made this cup. What if the person that made this cup is actually, you know, doesn't believe in Jesus and they're actually, you know, cursed this cup. And therefore you got to just be careful and just trace the origins of every little thing. You know, obviously if it's just plain in the open, like, you know, you're straight up bowing to the tree and like yeah. obvious things that's against the Bible. I mean, obviously I wouldn't do something like that, but you know, sometimes people go, overboard on just you know trying to get to the nitty-gritty of everything with the clothes you're wearing who's actually behind it who i mean of course if you can direct your dollar towards better causes you know if, if there is a unchristian for example you know company or something that's producing that they're literally made up of just demonic people if, if i'm already aware of that information i you know i get that information i definitely want to redirect it towards you know i'd rather uh support a godly you know um company or something like that so yeah I mean, for certain knowledge that i get i do make little adjustments little changes or the way i talk about the you know talk about something but i'm definitely open to knowledge and information about it but at the same time i just don't think it's big that big of a deal to you know uh with the christmas to just you know change everything around and try to change the names of the dates I and mean, the week days of the week and days uh the months and all that stuff it's just yeah your energy is better directed elsewhere it ends up going back to like Hebrew roots a lot of times when people yeah, exactly over stuff like this. And, you know, um, one of the things that uh, like the verse that came to my mind is in Romans 14, um, five, it says one man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike, Let yep. every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. And so, you know, I think what really matters is, in, in in these situations, if you're esteeming a day holy, right, to God, yeah. make sure that you are esteeming it to God. You're not esteeming it to a saint or you're not esteeming it to, you know, um, the solstice or Mother Earth or things like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're giving thanks to God exactly. or something, like like at, at on December 25th, we thank God that Jesus came. It's very clear, you know what I mean? And any true Christian understands when they see that it, it's not i am not doing anything pagan it doesn't matter what what some pagan did on this day you know <clears throat> two thousand years ago you know yep. surprise newsflash people do evil things every day you know uh, every day of the year 365 days a year for all of history except for when before adam sinned you know yep. so the the thing is yeah some people <clears throat> some people did do evil things on you know maybe on christmas day maybe they did have some pagan holiday maybe they did worship some idol you know like um, your house has been built by pagans and you're praying inside of your house and living in <laughs> things like <laughs> halloween or something that's clear like worshiping the dead well yeah exactly it's up like the question is what does it glorify that. that's the big thing yeah. is what does exactly. this day glorify so we look at christmas okay Christmas, the point of Christmas, even even in the secular world, they will sing songs to, that will glorify Jesus. They won't be truly doing it, but they'll be doing it. Now, yep. you go to Halloween. Halloween celebrates death. 
there's no way around it. And then someone yeah. will try to say, oh, well, this is All Saints Eve. So, you know, we're going to go with the Catholic version and it's okay. And and I get that, right? To each his own. Yeah. But then at the same time, they're going to dress up their kid. <coughs> I'll dress so, my husband dead saint. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it really does blood to what you're esteeming. This I'm going to dress up like Apostle Paul, Apostle uh, Peter uh, with an upside down cross. Yeah. I think it's smart. I do think yeah. it's smart whenever they do something like, you know, uh, <clears throat> like some churches I've seen that they've done where people come and they actually show you like hell. So it's kind of like, oh, they create this scary environment. And so, you know, basically they make it like hell and all like stories and things like that. And people come like, oh, cool, Halloween. But at the same time, they're actually yeah. using it to share a story or basically maybe people that wouldn't be open to yeah. something like this to get them into the doors to kind of explain them the gospel and things like that i think it's awesome you know we've got to be wise as serpents you know strategic yeah, yeah it's, it's basically a smart strategy where you know like it's it, it, you know the haunted houses and things like that i think yeah I, I for example on halloween i think it's totally cool if a if a church does like um uh, does like a theme on hell for example where people can come and get scared of hell you know get the hell scared scared, the hell out of them get the hell scared out of them you know (laughs) yeah um because it's actually a very powerful tool because it says in the bible some save with fear you know by fear because there's 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 two types of people there's some people that are motivated that are motivated by um positivity and there's some people that are motivated by negativity there's basically two types of people there's some people you're going to try to scare them by hell that'll actually draw them away there but if you tell the same person how awesome it is going to be in heaven how awesome it is to get your new body that god actually has a prepared body for each of us where you can technically have a brand new body that you'll live forever and that will actually attract them like oh wow please tell me more you know i really was telling my daughter about that I don't know, a couple, few months ago, and she was so interested. She's like, tell me again about heaven, you know? So I kind of like, he's my imagination, you know, you know, if, if the world was perfect, you know, what it would be like, you know? So I would tell her, so she's like, she just wanted me to continue talk, telling her about it. And then there's some people where, you know, for example, me, I'm more motivated. I'm more fear motivated. You know, if somebody tells me something is going to happen, you know, I'll start preparing and, you know, doing all this. Uh, I'm more fear motivated. I think Victor's probably fear motivated too. He's, I am. He's, it's very, he's very fear motivated. <laughs> so, you know, there's some people who are more fear motivated. So it's okay. Those people, you would most likely tell them about hell, you know, the curses that will come up on you when you make, you know, choices that, are not within the circle of blessings, you know, with God, you know, and things like that. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's about Halloween. Yeah. But so I think it's cool to use hell, for example, on Halloween. Yeah, I, I agree um, that it, it is good. My, my personal opinion differs a little more. Like, I don't think it's necessarily wrong for churches to do that at all. Um, yep. The only thing that bothers me is I think that in some respects, um, it hardens people because it, it, it basically people, for example, people go to haunted houses, right. To get scared. And they love doing that. Oh, I'm going to go to haunted house. And every time they go, it's just like, Oh yeah, I guess I'm not really scared. You know, people, a lot of people harden themselves to, to horror because they think that they enjoy that. And for me, um, you know, when I think of hell, I thank God I've not watched very many horror movies. It is a very scary thought, you know. Before I got saved, one of the things that um, 
was really weird is I would always have dreams about going to hell. And I'll never forget having those dreams, you know, and every time I would wake up, I would just be like, so terrified. And Dimitri's right. I definitely was fear motivated, you know. And finally, like I asked my mom, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I am having dreams every night about going to hell. You know, what, what do I do? You know, and that's when I got saved. She told me that all I had to do is believe in Jesus. And she asked me if I wanted to pray and I prayed. So my thing is, is um, I personally, and again, it's, I don't think it's a sin if somebody else wants to, but I'm personally against um, taking spiritual things and turning them into like movies or videos or that sort of thing. I mean, not completely, but in general, I don't like to try to do that because number one, none of us can even come anywhere. Just like the Bible says, I have not seen nor ear hath heard the things that, you know, are prepared in heaven. You know, we can't even imagine what's in heaven, right? People don't even really try to make movies about what's in heaven, right? So I also think the reciprocal is true that, there there's no way we can even come close to even you know um in any way expressing what hell is like to people you know what i mean because it's it's so bad and i i don't completely disagree i think that it's you know it can be of some benefit but i i just personally wouldn't go to one of those things just because i think that, if it comes down to you know somebody's yeah. having on that day you know with yeah. the church let's say they did that and instead of when going to a haunted house, they ended up going there. Yeah, I think saved. that would be good. That'd I definitely be awesome. think one soul Amen. being saved. Yeah, know, for that it's definitely worth it. Absolutely, than, if it works, absolutely. You know what I mean? I yeah, because exactly, exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's in the Bible, so you know, I think just sharing about even you know sharing about uh, hell, it's part of you know going through the Bible and it mentions hell. So you, yep. you're sharing, you're sharing about it. You know, I don't think sharing about it too much. I mean, of course, people get desensitized to violence, things like that, with movies. Yeah, but you know, that's your job is to just to share the gospel, share what's in the uh, what's called what's in the Bible, and if people get desensitized yeah. to certain things because you're sh sharing about hell too much, I think it's you know I don't think it's really your problem. It's more like you just sow the seed, and if they become de they become desensitized and end up not you know getting saved, that's yeah, that's, their problem. that's obviously you know? their problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, what's well, so, up, Roma? Roma, what what do you think about Christmas? Oh, sorry, yeah, that, we're already right, talking about hair. Halloween and hell. <laughs> I actually, I actually was not going to talk about that. I was going to talk about something a little different. Uh, what I was going to say is one of the reasons that, as Christians, for example, in the United States, a lot of people went against this whole movement of happy holidays uh, rather than Merry Christmas was because of the fact that we were trying to. Uh, if you notice, they were trying to justify December 25th to be a bunch of other holidays that were yeah. not about Jesus, right? And then, yeah. so so a lot of people got hung up. Like I said, I, I personally, I know my brother, for example, one of my brothers, he, um, and again, I have, I have a lot of brothers. I come out of a very big family. Um, so one of my brothers, he is one of those people where he found out about December 25th. He made a humongous deal about it. He's like, well, you do realize that, you know, that's not even Jesus' birthday and, you know, so on and so forth. And I'm like, but does it really matter? We've, I don't care what they did with it. What I care about is the majority of people celebrate Christ's birth on December 25th. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like, I don't remember in the Bible, it's saying, and Jesus was born on January 1st of, you know, heyday or whatever it is yeah, yeah. At, at a certain amount of time. They didn't do it. 
the, so so it became the prerogative of the church to decide what time they wanted to do it. Sure, the the church that decided was basically I think it was the Catholics. It was the Catholics who made the decision on December twenty fifth, and then the Protestants kind of uh, kind of made it uh, together, and then it just became December twenty fifth. Sure, yeah. we probably could have chosen a different day, but I guarantee you, on that day there would have been something else. You know, it's like it's always someone brings out something. My point is, is that what I'm, what I, um, what I don't like right now for personally is the is the constant war war in my opinion on Christianity, right? The constant yeah. war that is that is right now very. I mean, it's becoming more and more uh, visible, but it used to be like they would try to hide it. Like, no, no, we're Christian. We're just not that type of Christian, you know. Now we're they're just like, yeah, we just hate Christian, right? Which which this whole thing started again. I mean, it's very small at first. It was like, oh, you know, we won't say Merry Christmas. We'll say Happy Holidays because why? Well, you know, um, we want we don't want to be. Um, we, we don't want to hurt other people's uh, feelings. Like, or, for example, or marry X Xmas. <laughs> yeah, right. Xmas, right? So they don't even want to say Christmas. So it's just Xmas. But that, for me, that's what it is. I mean, I I do not care at all if it's December twenty fifth, if it's December fifth, if it's you know July tenth. I don't care. What I care about is that it's a reminder for all of us Christians for all of the people around us that Jesus was born on this day it was the it was literally a change in all of our lives because prior to it us gentiles which i'm not a jew right us gentiles had the ability to be saved after Jesus it's just it's just that simple and we also became oh. god's chosen people well, oh, one of the things that Christians can make, uh, the argument that Christians can actually make, make about actually celebrating uh, birth of Jesus on December 25th or 21st or 22nd, like sometime towards the end of December, yep. you know, or right before the New Year's, is symbolically, if we look at it, first of all, all days belong to God. That's the fact, you know, pagans are the confused ones that started making up their own crap after the create, basically God created everything, Adam and Eve, you know, they started reproducing and, you know, filled up the earth, um, you know, and then Noah, and then, you know, basically everything originated from God. And then people started making up all this junk. Second, second thing is that the, uh, after after December 21st or 22nd or whatever, the days start to get longer. It's sort of like a rebirth of, uh, you know, days are starting to get longer again, you know. So in a way, symbolically, that's actually a pretty good time to celebrate birth of Jesus Christ. You know, we could we could we could easily make that argument. Technically, it doesn't matter. We could celebrate birth of Jesus Christ in July. But I think it's actually a pretty cool time to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ because it's almost like, after the days are getting shorter, after December 21st, days are starting to get longer again. So sort of almost sort of like a, a rebirth, you know, days are starting, starting to get longer again. We're getting closer to spring again, you know, uh, summer's coming again. So that, I think that's actually a pretty cool time. We could actually argue that it's a cool time to celebrate uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, Christmas on December 21st or 25th. 
uh, and we get we can easily claim this day and say no hell, hell no pagans we get this day exactly. I don't care what you what kind of junk you guys celebrated two three four thousand years ago you know we we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ on December 25th and we like that day because the days are getting longer and it just goes together with the birth of Jesus yeah. Christ and days are getting longer spring is coming in summer yeah, yeah so we're taking over. Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, which, by the way, or uh, one the yeah. three major holidays that they talk about, they talk about Kwanzaa, right, Hanukkah, and Christmas. Hanukkah, not a big deal in the Jewish community. Trust me, I know uh, they they talked about it multiple times. Ben Shapiro has mentioned this multiple times. He says Hanukkah is not really that important. They have a lot of other holidays that they do find very very important. Hanukkah is not one of them. Kwanzaa was, was uh, I don't know how much you guys know about Kwanzaa. Do you guys know anything about it? No, I've heard about it. It's something about African celebration of some. <laughs> it's probably like, so, or, or was it, or is it Jamaican? So mm, I, I'm not sure the, the roots of it, like in, if it's a holiday, uh, if, if it's African or Jamaican or whatnot, I, that I can't say for certain. I do know there's a, a black person that did started right and it's interesting that um the the black community in particular especially the the woke community right uh they will proceed to talk about kwanzaa as is as if <coughs> so many people celebrate right the fact is is there's not a lot of people don't know anything about it most people don't even know what it is don't know what it's called wouldn't even mention it when they think about the uh you know uh, happy holidays you think of, of freaking um christmas and they think of hanukkah oh yeah i never know? heard of that this is the first time i'm hearing it so i'm learning something i'm learning something today no yeah. is it kwanzaa is that with the is it, no, no no hanukkah i know with kwanzaa that's the black uh, celebration yeah black yeah, lives matter all right well, so <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I, I wouldn't i wouldn't go as far as call it black lives and lives black black lives matter uh, <laughs> um but but the point all is, lives matter roman <laughs> so, so, so basically yeah my life doesn't no actually the the problem is is that um that in that concept that that concept is faulty anyway i'm not going to get into that that's not the topic for today um basically the guy who created kwanzaa was not a good dude now you don't ha don't quote me on this because again i I haven't looked into it for a while, and I do remember some bits and pieces. But if I remember correctly, the guy who created Kwanzaa was a murderer. So he killed quite a few people, and he wasn't a uh, and he he just killed them while saying Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. And there's like a bunch of people following me because that was named. That's what I'm sorry. <laughs> but. <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't. I don't suppose this is the best time to bring this up, but that was the one other piece of feedback I got from my uh, my wonderful neighbor Jacob. Is that sometimes we hey, come Jacob. off as we come off as a little little racist, little little who's, white supremacist. Who's well, I think we we come off a little as a little white supremacist. <laughs> oh man, guys, we believe that Black Lives Matter <laughs> and all lives matter. Oh, that, that's uh oh. Right. No, we talk, we also we we also mentioned sorry Rome my for my rudeness um that we also we, we talked about racism as well didn't we like yeah. touch base on it like is it I bet you Jacob missed that episode yeah go to hey. go to that episode yeah we're yeah. talking about evolution I think 
because because uh, actually racism actually is more because of evolution. We that's it's what true. we talk about in Christianity. Racism yeah. is, is there's only the human race, and God See, actually punished, punished uh, Moses' racist sister <laughs> for a whole week of uh, leprosy because she was a racist. She's like, why, why you married that black chick? God's like, oh. Oh, snap. <laughs> no, it, it, it's true. I'm in hair right now. <laughs> and I'm married to a black chick, so yep. Yep. I got the I got the card. I can say whatever I want, and he's making black babies. Oh snap! <laughs> and that and that is a little bit of a of a misconception, isn't it? Christianity typically always stood up for everyone. So yeah, and yeah. I mean. Real Christianity, not the you know, the Pope. Let's 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 call the person who it is. That 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 demon sitting on the yeah. Pope chair. It's pretty. Have scary. you guys heard the stuff that he said? Have yeah. you guys heard the the? Oh man! Yeah. That Things that who said? Who are we talking the about? Pope, the, Pope. the Pope. The Pope. Pope. Oh, the Pope. Yeah. That that guy. Oh man! So first of all, right now he's pushing for total socialism. I mean, you know that's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but outside of that, I mean, he's he's the most pro-gay, pro-trans, pro everything that's literally against the Bible Pope there ever has been. And those guys were always racist. That's well, yeah, how it is. I mean, let's be fair; they're probably mostly all you know, always homos too, because of all the Catholic yeah. priests and everything, and like to touch each other's bungholes. Yep. <laughs> they 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 set a rule like you cannot be married while serving, yeah. and all these men are like, all they're surrounded by other men. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we need <laughs> speaking speaking about that, that kind of this kind of remind me what happened like when we were going to church. Um, we were going to a different church, and like seventy five percent of the church were all men, and a pastor was preaching, and he's like he's like. I'm telling you guys, you need to marry only girls from our church, you know. And then my friend, my my friends, like sitting there, we're like, he's like, look, he's like, he's like, dude, we barely have any girls. I guess a lot of us will have to become gay. Because <laughs> I was like, what was this? What was this? Oh, you lost feed. We lost feed. We lost feed. You guys still hear us though, right? We were laughing too hard. There was too much laughter. I got a call coming in. Can you hear us now? Yep. But um, yeah, so so yeah, I guess a similar thing happens with the Catholic Church, where it's like they're like they set these stupid unbiblical rules or laws, like the bishops and uh, these, you know, they all they all have, they can't get married, you know, they they have to dedicate their life to God, and God instilled the strongest uh, sense of reproducing, you know, to men, and they and they want to be true to their to their calling and they're like well i guess i gotta like somehow but then yeah then they also basically they allowed pedophiles and homos to come in yeah i got a better one for you though this is what happened you get a bunch of people preaching a false gospel and they yeah, basically yeah. become haters of god that's what happens to them that's the yeah story. exactly that's they, the end that's the end result is basically when they knew god they glorified him not as God. Neither were they yep. thankful, you know, but their foolish hearts were darkened. So that's why in the Catholic Church you get massive amounts of this, this, you know, filth, this sodomy, is because 
most of the Catholic priests are reprobate and in, in every sense of the term, you know, I'm exactly, not using yep. the term lightly, they are reprobate, you know. So that's where it's like, man, the Catholic Church is like probably the the most disgusting organization on the planet. I mean, they just send millions of people, if not billions of people to hell every generation, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's why it's very important in your church and in ministry yep. to make sure you monitor and screen who comes in to serve, you know, who's watching the kids, who's, you know, exactly. able to preach out there, basically know basically, you know, about them, have like, I don't know, them fill out an application or something like, are you, yep. And don't be afraid of that word. Hater. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. yep, yep. yep. I'm a hater. But that's discrimination now because a lot of times they're getting to the point that basically you have to as a church, they're trying to push for that you have to hire. It doesn't matter, you know, their orientation. You basically if there's a job opening or something in your church, they basically want you to just you can't look at that. That can't be the reason you denied them. Yep. You go destroy weeds in your garden. Hater. Yeah, it makes like literally makes no sense. Like literally, that's what we're <laughs> teaching. We're here teaching the Bible that says this is wrong. Why the heck would we put somebody in the power, you know, the position you know, of a leader that has this having these problems, you know? Okay, like guys, and, and I will I will make a con, uh, a correction. So he wasn't a murderer; he was a uh, a rapist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, whew, whew. Not bad. <laughs> right. So so much better. So much better. So so he was he was sentenced to ten years in prison on counts of felony ten assault. Years, that's and, it? And um, yeah, uh, basically so he was saying Quenza while he was doing something else. Now, yeah, so, so <laughs> basically, he was, he was like, he was like, yeah, it was described that he was uh, <laughs> he he would he would strip the women and beat them with the electrical cords. What the, you know, what the heck? Yeah. So so anyway, questionable stuff. Anyway, that's the so wait. That's, hold on. Hold on. And okay. these these are the ideologies that are competing with Christianity. Did this come out of South Africa? Uh, let me look. Uh, yeah, I don't want to... uh, and obviously everything we're kind of... He was convicted in, in the United States. Hmm. So what about Kwanzaa itself? What does that represent? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm what's looking, the religion? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Hold all, on. All I know for so far is that the, this, right. the guy that started so Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa was a, was Kwanzaa is a an annual celebration. Media. Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture that is held from December 26th to January 1st. Uh, culminating in a communal communal feast uh, called Kar Karamu, usually held on the sixth day. That's what it is. Did you guys understand all of that? No, I have no idea what you just said. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Maulana Karinga. How do you say his name? Professor and chairman of Black Studies at California State University, Long Beach, created Kwanzaa in 1966. After the Watts riots in Los Angeles, Dr. Karenga searched for ways to bring the African Americans together as a community. He founded he founded U.S. a cultural organization and started to research African first fruit harvest celebrations. Karanga, uh, uh, Karanga combined aspects of several different harvest celebrations. So basically, he figured he he found the African thanksgivings the harvest celebrations right or the yep. fall solstice and uh such as those the ashanti those are the zulu and so, so he dug into the pagan origins yeah like i want nothing to do with christianity i yep. want to be different like for example it, it's so funny you know like they there there's a lie being spread amongst 
uh, black people is that uh, Christianity is a white man's religion. And they're like, we need, we need a black man's religion. Oh, Islam, that's a good black man's religion. Except it's funny that uh, Muhammad called black people raisin heads. And he actually <laughs> wanted to execute. He yeah, called, he raisin called heads? black people raisin heads. That's what Muhammad, <laughs> and he actually would execute anybody that would call him black, you know. And he and he basically he and he actually says um, he had a slave, a black slave, uh, Muhammad, and he told people that Satan looks like his slave. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, so this is, uh, now that's this is, right. So yeah, oh, I guess yeah, I guess something for you. So, so it's it's funny yeah. that sometimes when people hate have so much hate for God and Christianity yep. that they have to go dig in trash. And and find something like I found something different that's going to be an alternative to God and Jesus Christ, you know. And they end up just just doing yeah, kinda, something so stupid. Yeah, kind of even like the sodomites, you know. Basically, yeah. they'll actually they'll like actually show support for like Muslims and things like that, you know. Like yes, we, but at the same time, they don't understand that they're the Muslims are clearly saying we're going to kill you guys. You know, they're you guys are infidels. Well, infidels is more to the Christians. Throw you off roof. Yeah, and then basically okay. that's how much that's how that's how much Christianity is hated. That they're willing to jump and literally be with like the devil. Like, yeah, we support him, but yeah, the devil's going to murder them too. Okay, Tip. okay, Victor, <laughs> I think you have something to say, and then after that, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I'll let Victor speak, and then after that, we're good, guys. We have. We have gone a little bit over 30 minutes, uh, but Victor, you said you, you had some. Roma Chota's grace today. <laughs> All I was going to say was uh, it, it looks like that whole Disney thing. You remember Hakuna Matata? Yep. Yeah. It's It looks like it's very similar to the where the name Kwanzaa is derived, which is Matunda Ya Kwanzaa. It sounds a what? lot like. Yeah, yeah. yeah Matunda Ya Kwanzaa. Derived Matunda Ya Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah, it means no Kwanzaa. worries. <laughs> which means first fruits apparently I thought it means no worries <laughs> I thought it means no worries bro. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my wife walked <laughs> Timon lied to us well you know those, those two were two homosexual actors right oh, oh were they yeah they're gay heard, uh, in real life as well right no, I don't know about SpongeBob. Who I knows? heard that they're actually trying to make him. Okay, that, SpongeBob's that hilarious, dude. So the minute the creator died, that's when they started making him gay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Victor. Go ahead. Sorry, keep turning everything gay. What the uh, that was pretty much it. Oh, uh, it's been a good year. We got a podcast started. Kind of crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, guys, on that note, uh, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, exciting adventure that we've been having, and we're planning to have just as many. Uh, fun adventures in 2021 uh i know that uh you know 2020 has been a rocky ish year let's put it that way uh you know we're we're literally seeing our our rights being taken away left and right which is not that great but remember there's always something you have to be thankful for which is jesus christ who was born not saying on december 25th but he was born and that's the most Amen. important part. Exactly. Guys, as always, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you all next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Please Good like, subscribe. Timings we and bring to you and your kids. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey guys. We're out.